Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite tanking team in the Bay Area. On today's episode, the Sharks get manhandled by the Canucks, and we're going to start talking about the end of the draft, looking at some mock drafts and seeing who uh, people have projected uh, the Sharks taking with the Timo Meyer pick. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Sharks your first listen you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available because we cover your team every day here at Locked on Sharks. And man, does your team stink. <laughs> your team, my team. That was um, ugly, ugly performance by the Sharks as they lose 7-2. to two to the Vancouver Canucks. Um, and it wasn't like, uh, just like beat down. It was just like the Canucks were just, they didn't even have to try. Like they didn't have to, try. the Sharks just kind of just gave it to them. So a bunch of horrific turnovers. Kanijov had a bad game. Hurdle had a bad game. Just a bunch of guys just looked off and looked terrible. And James Reimer had a bad game as well. Uh, when you give up seven goals on 21 shots, the, the Canucks had 21 shots total in this game. Um, not a math guy, but that is one third of the shots went in the net from the Canucks. Gave up a shorthanded goal. I know, I guess, you know, and the Sharks had a shorthanded goal themselves, but just an absolute train wreck of a game. And this is one of the worst Sharks teams I have ever watched um, in my life. And I mean, granted, I missed all the 90s, early 90s day Sharks, but uh, this team is bad. I mean, that's what happens when you, you lose eight straight games now. Um, and the Sharks going to be right, right there for a for the top pick in this draft, uh, or at least going into the draft lottery. Um, they're going to be right there. They have after tonight. Now they have one more game against a bottom dweller. And uh, that would be the Arizona Coyotes who have won six out of their last 10 type of, of situation. So then have kind of been working their way up from bottom dweller to not as bad of a bottom dweller. So um, the Sharks are, this, this is just a, terrible team that needs an injection of talent hopefully by one Connor Bedard or one Adam Fantilli or Leo Carlson or Mishkot whoever but this team this team is bad and it was just all the same mistakes we've seen from them all season um and the goaltending was poor as well tonight so yeah i mean it's this this game is not worth talking about uh my my two bright spots um i thought andrew agazino played really well uh he that 
guy keeps playing and he's an NHL player. Um, if he's the captain of the Barracuda again next year, which he will be under contract for the Bear, the Sharks again, um, just having him as a guy who can come up and play meaningful minutes for you. Uh, he played first line minutes tonight and he looks good. Um, he's again, I think he's someone that you just kind of keep around in the organization to mentor the young players. And if you need him around, um, I think that that's a perfect role for Andrew Agazino um, type of situation for him. So I thought he looked good tonight. Um, definitely has earned playing NHL minutes for as long as they want to keep him around uh, right now, if they want to send him back down to a Barracuda team that is running out of bodies. But I mean, both the Bar- the whole Sharks organization is just running out of healthy players right now. Um and then Jacob Peterson, uh, so he played, made his San Jose Sharks debut tonight, um, gotten an assist on the Tomash Hurdle goal, uh, but you could see some little flashes with him. I really like his game tonight. Again, it's a little tough when you're losing seven to two at one point to try to take out some positives, but I did like Peterson's game, and I think the Sharks might have found something that fits their system a little bit better um scott reedy is of course is kind of tearing it up for uh the texas stars now i think um he's scored a bajillion goals since he's got over there but sometimes just systems don't work and the sharks new system didn't work to scott reedy's you know kind of his skills and what he does best and peterson kind of had kind of run out of uh, what maybe that system didn't work for him so um more swedes i'm always happy having more swedes on the team but um yeah, I think there might be something with, with Peterson there too. So um, we'll be interesting to see as the Sharks kind of 10 games left, kind of who get, continues to get some meaningful looks here. Um, again, both the Sharks and the Barracuda are running out of healthy bodies here right now. Um, Andreas Johnson missed this game, and I'm speculating here, but I would be surprised if we see him back there again. There's Literally three weeks left, 10 games left. Um, I would be a little shocked to kind of see him back, especially with the block. Uh, I Again, don't know, just speculating. Uh, but that was a pretty massive block he took in the, the previous game. So Cal was really quiet on the fourth line tonight. Um, again, Peterson, I thought looked good. There's just there's actually not really a lot of young young guys to talk about. Uh, Kanijov, who I think this is probably the worst game he's had all season, which is fine. It happens, but um, you know, a little disappointing there. He just bad game from him. Uh, Hurdle, bad game from him. That terrible turnover, more than one terrible turnover that we've seen from Hurdle a lot this season, which seems very unHurdle like. Um, so that's hoping things that you know just one season clean it up going to the offseason. So, um, yeah, just, again, they're bad. You guys know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. If you watch this team for more than five minutes, you know this team is bad. So um, so instead of spending the rest of the episode talking about how bad this bad team actually is, we're going to talk about the future and want to look at some mock drafts. Kind of, we, we spent a lot of time focusing on the top of the draft. Now, um, as we were getting towards the end of the season, starting to hit the off season, going to start focusing more on the back end of the draft, focusing on guys who could be there for the Sharks with that Devils pick, um, and then potential or maybe um, guys who are available for the Sharks at the beginning of the first round. Um, so I've done 
has collected a bunch of mock drafts. And we're going to look at some of these guys who are mocked to the Sharks right now. Um, kind of start to get to know some of these names. And then as we get closer to the draft, we'll do uh, deeper profiles on these guys. But before we get into that, do want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our friends over at Indeed, no matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that have your must uh, need requirements or else you don't pay. So that is spending hours on multiple job sites, hoping to find the candidates that find the right skills. You need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual in interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. You can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Okay. Let's talk about the back end of the first round. So uh, I found a couple of mock drafts here um, looking at some of the players. So I'll kind of read their little scouting reports. Give, of course, give credit to them. Um, whoever is doing this, give you some stats and stuff on each player. Um, again, just a little bit of a taste. I do plan on kind of diving into these guys a bit more um, as we get closer to the draft. There's plenty. I know a lot of people have asked, when are you going to do more back of the half? We're getting there. Guys, there's a lot of a lot of time between now and the draft. And believe me, I have, that's a lot of episodes I have to fill. So don't want to give out everything all at once. So, But uh, we're going to start with one Otto Steinberg, uh, center slash winger from Frolunda um, in the SHL. So this mock draft comes from one, sorry, at Clutch Points uh, from one Tristan McKinnistry. It uh, was published March 19th, so um, last week. So he has, I assume Tristan is a boy. Um, he has these Sharks taking uh, at the 28th pick with the New Jersey Devils pick, Otto Steinberg. Steinberg is another player whose NHL draft projections all over the place right now. Some have the suite as high as a top 15 player. Others have him just outside the first round. The Sharks acquired this pick from Timo Meyer uh, trade. They take Steinberg, who can be a thorn in the side on opposing players on the forecheck. He also flashes the ability to be a dangerous scorer at the next level. Although he's a bit inconsistent in that area, San Jose can work with that and potentially land themselves a middle six goal store in the process. So, this year, Steinberger, so he's uh, 17, still doesn't turn 17 till May 29th. So very, a little bit younger in the draft. Um, five foot 11, 181 pounds. So a little stocky there, which is what you'd like to see. Uh, again, playing in Sweden, 
um, this season. So he's played kind of, he's actually bounced around a, a fair amount between the different, uh, so J 18s. Um, and then the for Lunda J H C J 20. And then also in the SHL uh, for Lunda H C as well. So um, with his J 20 team, that's his junior team. He played 29 games there, had 11 uh, goals, 15 and six and 26 games. Uh, did play in the SHL as well. 23 games there. So pretty good sample size. Uh, pretty good, you know, run there. Uh, did have a goal, two assists and three points. So again, he's 17 still. Um, doesn't even turn 18 until the end of May. So um, potential, potential pick for the Sharks there. So um, pretty solid. So I, I've seen Steinberg a lot type of, of situation. Um, again, I, I still think the Sharks, you, again, you never want to pick based on need, but I still think the Sharks tried to go defensive in there, especially with the way this draft is probably going to shake out where um, I think you're going to see maybe a, mostly forwards in the beginning. I think you're going to see a start a run of defensemen at the back end of the first round. Um, so let's dive into another one of these potential picks. So um, this one is actually a defenseman, um, a very intriguing defenseman. So, this is on the sporting news by one Brian Murphy was uh, put out 3 2023 um, Again, Sharks are picking two right now in this. So it's, it's Adam Fentilli to start. Uh, and then with the 28th pick from the Devils, they get Dmitry uh, Simashov, a defenseman out of the uh, Loko Yaroslav in the MHL. And they write, after securing Fantilli at number two, the Sharks go defense at number 28 and select uh, Simashev. The Russian defenseman is the size at him, has sized him at six foot four and can cover a ton of ice. He's mobile for his height and has shown flashes of offensive potential, but he projects out to be a more physical, stingy defender. So if you like defense, uh, this might be your guy here, <laughs> uh, one Dmitry Simashev. So pulling up his stats right now. Um, six foot four. Oh, come on. There we go. Yeah, so six foot four, 210-pound left-handed defenseman. We know the Sharks and their left-handed defenseman. Uh, February birthday, so just turned 18. Um, so... His rankings are kind of all over the place. Elite Prospects has him as high as number 12. Um, Bob McKenzie has him at 35. If you're new to the draft, Bob McKenzie is kind of like the rankings usually. Uh, so he, that's, a, you know, puts puts him definitely in Sharks land there. Uh, 72 by draft prospects, uh, 15 by smart scouting. Like, so definitely all over the the place here so um this season did play a couple games so he played in the khl and the mhl um again the mhl is your it's vhl mhl is basically the equivalent of the ahl in russia and then khl is the the, the nhl equivalent so um just a reminder 
29 games in the MHL. Uh, had one goal, nine assists, 10 points, and then um, added five more points in six playoff games. So that's that's good to see there. Also did play 18 games in the KHL, didn't accrue any points uh, in his time over in the KHL. So, again, another kind of player. Um, we, we know Mike Gurr has been attacking this defense and trying to make this blue line much better than what we've seen before. Um, sounds like this guy might be a potential add for the Sharks here. Some other, as uh, we're kind of reading up on him a little bit more, other people a little are much higher on his potential off, offensive growth. Um, so, so if you have sick defensively and he adds some offense might be something that the sharks could be really, really interested in um, at the end of the first round Uh, before we continue dig into some other players that the sharks uh, could be interested in. Do want to take a quick break. uh, Talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. It's tournament time right now. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. You can wage on everything from the money line to point spreads to what teams will be cutting down the net on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right. Um, Final couple ones here. So our final one here, then I'm going to look at kind of take us on some of the guys who are around that area as well. Just again, we're trying to kind of dive in here, get to know some of these names a little bit more. Um, or at least get to know these names maybe for the first time. And then as we dig into the draft more, we'll we'll have full profiles on these. So Ian Kennedy at Yahoo uh, on March 8th, he posted, had the Sharks picking, um, same thing at number 28. Jaden Perron, right wing from the Chicago Steel in the USHL. It's hard to imagine whoever this pick becomes ever challenging to replace Timo Meyer. With that in mind, taking a crack at a higher ceiling prospect like Jaden Perron is worth the risk. He's an elite passer who effectively manipulates passing and shooting lanes with his skating in his hands. Headed to the University of North Dakota, San Jose can be patient with Perron, who has top six potential. He's undersized and has excelled on a strong USHL team, so there are no guarantees his transition to the NCAA will be smooth. But with patience, he has high-level potential. Spoiler, I talk, uh, with, uh, I talked actually with Hattie today. It'll be uh, up next week. Um, and he mentions one uh, Jaden Perron here as a player that he loves in the backhand back end of the first round. So I'm definitely going to do a profile on him um, going forward. So January birthday, um, born in Canada, 5'8", 157. So that's the, that's his thing, right? He's, he's 5'8", 157. Um, right-handed shot forward, 
ranked anywhere from Bob McKenzie has him at 50, Dauber has him at 24, Smart Smart has him at 13, Elite Prospects has him at 10. Like he's ranked all over the board here, type of player. But um, Chicago Steel, 52 games, 21 goals, 40 assists, 61 points so far this season. Had a nice season with them last year. And like going to University of North Dakota, I know North Dakota is kind of going through a little bit of a transition. They've been losing a lot of their NHL guys, uh, kind of took a little bit of a step back this year. Um, but this could be a guy where I, I flat out asked uh, Hattie, who's the guy in the back end of the first round that we could be talking about? Why did he get, why wasn't he drafted uh, earlier? This could be that type of guy. So, um, Yes, he's playing with some good players on the, the Chicago Steel. Uh, Macklin Celebrini, if you haven't heard of him, he's going to be the first pick in the 2024 draft. Um, you might have heard of him, though. San Jose Shark Jr. But anyway, player back in the day. Uh, back in the day, 1920. But uh, <laughs> uh, he that's going to be most likely the first pick in the next year's draft if not one of the top picks there but he uh so he has does get to play with some good players you know they have one two three three drafted players on their team right now in the chicago steel always are loaded team always play really well etc cetera, etc cetera. um always acquire but feels like and despite his size he plays super physical um it's just constant constant going type of guy so um i know a lot of people worry quote unquote worry with my career about wanting big guys and all that stuff i think my career just wants guys who compete and this guy competes so that's why i think he would be a a great great swing for the sharks um at the end of the first round again definitely a risk but if this guy pays out pays off you could be getting a top six type of player uh for the sharks at the end of the first round and help help to kind of alleviate that Timo Meyer pain. So um, before we get out of here, some other guys to kind of keep an eye on kind of guys who are some, we're definitely going to try to do some of these uh, profiles. So um, Gavin Brindley, who I mentioned uh, the other we've talked a little bit uh, with Tony Ferrari this week, mentioned him uh, as guys to watch in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament. Um, Samuel Honvik, uh, center out of uh, the Vancouver, uh, Slovakian, uh, place for Vancouver, sorry, Slovakian. Um, like I said, Dmitry uh, Simashev, uh, Quentin Musty, uh, left winger in Sudbury in the OHL. Lucas Dragovich, keep it just that one. That one. So uh Tanner Molendek uh from Saskatoon, Otto Stenberg, of course, uh Jaden Perron, Daniel Butt, um Ethan Gauthier. You might maybe next week might learn more about him. So Gabe Peralt, also another guy. So we're gonna start kind of digging into some of these guys here a little bit more, but just want to start throwing these names out for you guys, let you guys Again, if you're new to the draft process or kind of just, you know, following along with me, just to let you guys know. So, um, again, I didn't want to talk about this Vancouver game. It was bad. So wanted to talk about the draft. The draft's way more fun. Um, 
All right, so that's going to be it for me tonight. Again, thank you guys for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Now for your second listen, go check out uh, the Game to Game NHL. Make every moment, every top performance, every result. Um, Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NHL, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at my Fryhold. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. Uh, subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Be back on Monday with a recap of all hockey that goes on for the San Jose. Um, Sharks play Calgary on Saturday. Nice early 1 o'clock game. Um, and then we have two big Barracuda games as they play Bakersfield this weekend. So those are must, must win games as a shorthanded Sharks team. Uh, Barracuda team is making a, a playoff push. So um, until Monday, bye friends. <laughs>